Welcome to the AI Learners Lounge. I'm your host, Cambria, and this is a podcast where AI meets learning and development. From exploring how AI facilitates individual learning to understanding its integration into broader organizational strategies, we tackle it all. Every episode brings fresh perspectives, innovative ideas, and actionable advice for those looking to weave AI into the fabric of the modern learning experiences. Join me as we navigate the intersection of technology and human potential right here on the AI Learner Lounge. Hello and welcome back. In past episodes, we've talked about upskilling both for ourselves and our workforce. And we've explored different research papers and looked at how to integrate L&D foundations with AI. Now, today I want to talk about a more practical application, which is simulation-based learning with AI. When we think about simulation-based learning, it's a technique that uses simulated environments. And ideally, those are as close to authentic as we can make them. They need to have a lot of context of how the learners are going to be applying the knowledge and skills that they're developing back on the job and different activities and scenarios that can help them do that and build their skills. Previously, in the digital environment, when we think of these, we often think of e-learning branching scenarios. So our learners presented a situation, they make a decision, and they're given immediate feedback or they see the consequences of that. And it could be well built out, but it's always going to be structured. Another way we're seeing them and have seen them is through game-based, even with augmented reality or virtual reality. And then we have sandboxes, which is a controlled digital space where they can experiment and try out different tools, different systems without working with actual data or affecting those in a negative way. Now, when it comes to simulations in a digital environment, particularly with asynchronous learning, One of the really hard ones to do is soft skills, which probably isn't the best term because they're crucial for organizational success, but that's what they're commonly called. Um, We could also look at them as professional skills or leadership skills. Those are really our social skills, our communication, our critical thinking, all those different things. So the situations where we need these skills, they've been particularly challenging to replicate in the digital world because the situations can be unpredictable at times. When we're dealing with people, we can anticipate the outcomes, but we can't really predict them. And different people are going to respond differently. So it's really hard to have that authentic practice and seeing the outcomes and getting that real feedback like we would from a real interaction. And then multiple choice, it doesn't really align with how we apply those in the real world. Real world. So generative AI, it's really changed the dynamics and it's opened up the possibilities with this. There's really two different ways we can look at this. The first could be an e-learning and storyline through the API. So there's some out there that are similar to choose your own adventure type game, but it's specific to a workplace learning context. If we take, for example, an ethics situation where the learners presented with the situation, they can respond based on what they would actually do instead of clicking multiple choice. And then it's actually going to adapt based on what that is and use that response to provide a more meaningful outcome or it could be feedback based. 
And the second way is one that I'm really excited about that I've been experimenting with and applying in different contexts is conversational chatbots. So moving beyond just text to text and being able to have a real conversation that's tailored to a task. In a minute, I'll play an example of one for you. I have the full version on my YouTube channel, so I'll share a link to that in the description. But this, the goal was to provide a practice exercise for new change managers to be able to have conversations with different individuals about a project. So if we think about before AI, maybe if we're using synchronous learning through a live Zoom, we could have practice with another human and that itself brings its own challenge because our learners, they have to be truly engaged and they have to want to really embody that persona and take on the character that they're given. With asynchronous, it was even more challenging without pre-generative AI to have any type of authentic simulation relating to conversations. So the conversational chatbot that I'm going to share with you, it's part of a larger training effort. And there's a web page with different personas. I think there's about six of them, but each has a distinct role within the organization. So it starts at the regional managers down to the line staff. And within those roles, each has their own needs, their own perspectives, and their own personalities too. So it's true to what we might encounter in a real life situation, trying to have conversations to get buy-in from different individuals on a project. So with these, the learner can go out and they can practice conversations with each of those, and then they can reflect afterwards through a different chatbot um, done through Poe. So for this, I'll play my conversation with Carlos. And in this conversation that you're going to hear, I'm the change manager, and my task is to meet with him to discuss the upcoming project and get him on board and then try to understand his needs as well. Hey there, Cambria. What brings you by today? Hi, Carlos. I was hoping to talk to you a little bit about our chat GPT project that we have going on. How are you? Hey, Cambria. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. So tell me more about this chat GPT integration. How can it help us improve our customer service? Sure. So as you might know, we're looking at a chat GPT bot for our customers. Our goal is to help give them more information quicker and be able to help them easily find information without having to wait for our customer service representative so that our customer service team can focus on more complex cases. That sounds like a great idea, Tambria. We want our customers to feel supported and valued, and implementing ChatGPT could definitely help with that. I'm interested in learning more about the specifics of the project. How does the technology work, and what kind of support do we need to provide for our team to make sure they're comfortable using it? Sure, I'd be happy to set up some time for you to meet with our IT team who could tell you more about the technology side of it. As far as supports, as we go through this project, we're going to learn more about what our customer service team members need. So that might be training. We could be looking at some different job aids. It's really going to be based on what their needs are. That sounds great, Tembria. I'm always interested in learning more about how we can improve our technology and better support our team. Let's set up a meeting with the RIT team and make sure we're all on the same page. I'm excited to see how ChatGPT can help us take our customer service to the next level. 
Thank you. I'm excited too. Um, one more thing I wanted to ask you is if there are any concerns you think your team members might have with this and in your role as a sponsor for this project, how you might be able to help alleviate some of those concerns. That's a great question. Cambria, I think some of our team members might be concerned about the integration of new technology into our existing infrastructure. It can be intimidating to learn something new, especially if it's something that you're not familiar with. As a sponsor for this project, I believe it's my responsibility to help alleviate those concerns and make sure that everyone is comfortable with the changes. All right, that was Carlos, and the conversation there, as you probably could tell, was pretty focused on tech and his team, because that's what was built into the character that was created. So the other personas or characters out there, they would provide different opportunities and different individuals to practice with who have different needs than Carlos would. Now, when we look at simulation-based learning, an important piece of that, of course, is reflection. So I mentioned before the video, there's a post-reflection chatbot, and that's really just to allow the learner space to debrief from the activity and share what their concerns were, what they've learned, and really just reflect on their experience. So that particular simulation with Carlos and the other personas that I have, it took a lot on the design and development side of it, and it took multiple tools. So starting in ChatGPT to help build out those personas and personalities a bit, and then mid-journey to get an image, and then enroll the AI to actually build that, and then having them in a website. But with ChatGPT's new conversation feature, we now have an opportunity for similar um, simulation conversations develop much quicker or even learner initiated. So I'm going to pull up my app on my phone here because I do have access to that. And I'll let you hear a conversation with me and ChatGPT for a similar situation. We're going to call him Carlos and we're going to see what that looks like just using a simple prompt on my phone. I'm a change manager and I'd like your help practicing a conversation with an individual to get buy-in for a project that I have. For this, I'd like you to play the role of Carlos. He is a regional manager who's really passionate about strong relationships with his team and customers. And he's worried that ChatGPT and AI, it might affect that a little bit negatively. And he wants to make sure that the technology itself is there and that it benefits his team and our customers. So please stay in character throughout our conversation as Carlos. When we finish, I'd like you to continue to be Carlos and give me feedback based on our conversation. I'll let you know when it's time for that. So now I'd like you to be Carlos and imagine that I'm walking into your office. Hello, Carlos. Hey there, it's great to see you. Please have a seat. So I hear you've got this new project with ChatGPT and AI, and, and I'm just a bit concerned about how it might affect our team and our customers. Can you tell me more about it? Sure. So we have ChatGPT, and we're going to be rolling it out to help customers online when they have questions about things. So it's going to save your customer service team members time and allow them to focus on different aspects of their job, like answering phone calls that come in 
where they previously didn't have time before because they were spending a lot of time with the online conversations. Um, I appreciate you explaining that, but I'm still a bit concerned. I really value the strong relationships we have. Uh, how can we be sure that ChatGPT won't negatively impact these relationships? And what benefits do you think it will bring to the team and our customers? Well, I did mention some of the benefits to our team and customers, but I think getting our customers involved in this process, making sure that we're designing a system that works for them is going to be really important. And as far as your team goes, I'd really like to hear what it is that they enjoy about their roles and what they look forward to spending more time on if we are moving some of these conversations to ChatGPT. That's a good point. Involving our customers and getting their feedback during the process is essential to make sure ChatGPT meets their needs. And I agree, understanding what our team enjoys about their roles and what they'd like to focus on more can help tailor this transition. Uh, let's work together to ensure we strike a balance between efficiency and maintaining those strong relationships. Uh, what's the next step in this process and how can I support it? Actually, let's be done with practice now. I'd just like your feedback on our conversation. Of course, I'm still in character as Carlos. Uh, uh, from our conversation, I appreciate that you addressed my concerns and uh, emphasized the importance of involving our customers and understanding our team's preferences. It's strong relationships while implementing new technology. Overall, you did a good job in explaining the project and its potential benefits. Um, anything specific you'd like feedback on or any other questions you have, feel free to ask. What do you think I could have improved on during that conversation to get your buy-in sooner or just to help you better understand from the beginning the benefits? Well, to get my buy-in sooner and ensure a clearer understanding of the benefits, you might have started by directly addressing my concerns about how ChatGPT could affect our relationships with the team and customers. You could have mentioned the benefits up front, like time saving for the team and the opportunity for them to focus on more meaningful tasks. Additionally, it could have been helpful to provide specific examples or success stories from other companies that have successfully implemented similar AI solutions to ease my concerns. This would have demonstrated the potential positive impact uh, right from the start. All right, so that was Carlos 2.0. If we compare it to the first version of Carlos, I think it's stuck a little closer to the initial prompt instead of having a little bit more flexibility with the responses, but it did provide a good way just to practice and think about different things to anticipate and questions that might come up. And then hearing the feedback was useful too for that. So when we think about these types of conversations, especially with ChatGPT4, now that it brings, it's almost like our own sandbox for developing our professional skills and being able to practice these different challenging and difficult conversations and interactions in a meaningful way in the digital environment. With generative AI, we now have the opportunity to provide that practice and simulation at scale, whether it's through an e-learning like Articulate or a simple chat GPT conversation. 
So as learning and development professionals, this is where we can bring our knowledge and expertise in simulation learning and fuse it with AI to make these immersive experiences focused on the skills that we really need most for our future workforce. Thank you for joining me for episode nine of the AI Learner Lounge. Today we talked about AI learning simulation and I hope you enjoyed this episode.